disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Welcome to Black Girl SOS. My friends call me snobby. My foes don't call me at all. So I was going to kick this podcast off discussing salary negotiations and black women. Um, but I thought it'd be more apropos to kick it off with why it took me so goddamn long to kick this podcast off to begin with. You know, as black women, we're conditioned that we have to work three times harder to get even a fraction of what um, our white male counterparts get. And uh, that shit is the truth, you know. Yeah, that's a that's an actual factual. The numbers aren't lying. But that also plays into other parts of our lives that we may not we may not realize how much that permeates into other things that we do. Now, I don't consider myself a perfectionist by any stretch of the imagination. Um but once I conceded that, yeah, I really should do a podcast is a great idea. Everybody's not wrong. I sat down, pen and paper, you know, outlined the things I wanted to discuss, the how I wanted to use this platform, exactly the message I wanted to convey, um, the kind of dialogue I wanted to start, the digital platforms I wanted to utilize to really give this a broad audience and, and really get diverse um, conversations going. Like I really sat down and gave this a lot of thought. And the more I thought about it, um, the more I could find not so much an issue with it, but something else that I could tweak. And then there was something else to tweak. And then I got braces. Listen, (laughs) I'm already not a fan of hearing my voice played back. Hearing it played back with braces. Kill me now. Um, And it was even worse in the beginning. Uh, You know, if you've ever had braces, they hurt. It's excruciating. My teeth shifted a lot in the first um, couple of months. So the pain was unbearable at times. And this was around the time that I was trying to record. So I would record a segment and I would listen to it. And all I could hear was my agony. I could hear the way I don't pronunciate um, my words the same anymore. I could hear the change in the cadence of my speak in efforts to better try to pronunciate my words. And I just, I, I could find issue with everything every time. And I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off in efforts that I could somehow make it better, make it better, make it better. And that is totally the antithesis of my personality because I am not a perfectionist. But that is rooted in the fact that I know I am successful because I of my work ethic. Like, I know that because that is rooted in me that me being a black woman, I've always had to work harder until I learned to work smarter in order to advance myself. And in truth, I didn't learn to work smarter until very later in life. A lot of things came easy to me, so I didn't have to work hard. And then those things that I had to work hard at, I just worked hard at it. Um, And so that is ingrained in me. And so it was the same thing with starting this podcast. It was 
you know, make sure that you're, you're doing more than your best. You need to be putting on something excellent at all times when in reality, that's not even the environment I want to foster. I don't want this to be a space where black women feel like they need to be some kind of idealized, um, not the right word, uh, where they feel like they have to be some kind of version of perfection because they don't. You get to be a whole entire person, which means you get to be a flawed human being. And um, finally, I just was like, be true to yourself. Like that is what draws people to me, not because of any version <laughs> of of me being perfect. And honestly, if, if you know me and you think that I'm perfect, then I have to let you know, you do not know me because <laughs> I'm a lot of things and perfect has never been one of them. I say all of that to say this, I held off for well over a year, I'd say, or, or close to a year doing something that once I felt it in my spirit to do, once I felt it as a calling to do, I didn't do it because I was too wrapped up and too consumed in making sure it was perfect as opposed to just letting it be what it is, as opposed to just being my authentic self, which is somebody who is completely a fool half the time. I'm always 100% intelligent, but I love a good time. I like to make people feel comfortable. I like to make people feel encouraged. I love to make people feel like the superhero in their story. And we need that. We've become so conditioned that we have to be three times better that we don't even feel like the superheroes in our own story. We don't pursue endeavors that are meant for us because we're so busy trying to perfect it or perfect ourselves before we pursue what's already in our heart to do. If you are somebody who is a believer, then you already know what's for you is already set out. You really just need to follow your path. Like the universe is conspiring for you to win. If this is what God has already designed for you, then it's already there. There's no reason for you are already perfect by design for what God has planned for you. You don't need to try to tweak yourself. And if you aren't a believer, which is totally fine because, hey, I'm here for everybody. If you are not a believer, though, and you at least are somebody who maybe feels like, you know, karma is a thing for you, then you know that if you're not putting out any energy that is negative and any energy that is adverse to, to your purpose, and you're not putting out any energy that is going to cause others harm, that karma is going to take care of you. Karma is going to manifest the good things for you. You don't need to tweak yourself to be prepared or to be better or to be perfect in order to pursue your goals and pursue your endeavors. And it didn't really dawn on me until I'd say maybe sometime around last month, I ran into an old friend that um, <laughs> that I knew when I worked at H&R Black World headquarters, we were the only two black people 
on the international tax team. And uh, <laughs> he's the only black guy. He's the only black woman. And we're both attorneys. Um, we hadn't seen each other in a very, very long time. So we uh, met up at a bar in Midtown. And you know, we're just catching up, shooting the proverbial shit. And um, he's telling me about about his endeavors. And I'm like, man, that's great. You know, he like left uh, traditional law work and, and just things that are, are traditional for those of us in, in this field and started his own business and, and is really like going for it. And I love that. I'm, I'm so impressed with him and I'm so proud of him. And I was just so happy to see that, you know, he didn't, that he wasn't scared to, to go after what, what his passion was. Um, and that, he wasn't, that he wasn't, um, I won't say that he wasn't trying to be perfect, you know, but, but, but just that he, he was willing to make errors, you know, in pursuit of what he wanted to do. Um, and as, as we continue to talk, um, and I told him about, about my podcast that had yet to be, you know, he, just kind of echoed the sentiments that I already gave, you know, like, why wouldn't you do it? Like your personality is, it attracts people, you know, people listen to you. You have, you have things to say that are relatable. Why, why wouldn't you do it? And, um, you know, what we did was we became each other's accountability partner. And that's been a godsend because, you know, classic Sagittarius, I procrastinated. <laughs> This is scheduled to drop on the 20th. I am taping this on the 19th. True to form. <laughs> I love it. True to form. But I am, I held to it. One, because I have an accountability partner. Um, so Terrence, thank you so much. And two, I want to be a good accountability partner myself, which means I can't call him out if he can call me out. <laughs> And three, under no circumstances was I going to go back to Terrence on the 20th and say, I did nothing like that. That just was not going to be a thing. And that could be my competitive side. But you figure out what drives you and you run with it. <laughs> so I say all of that to say this. Black girls, you do not have to be perfect to pursue your passion. You just have to pursue it. I hate to be cliche, and if you know me, <laughs> it's going to sound super cliche because I used to work for them once upon a time, but Nike got it right, man. Just do it. The more you think about it, the more you come up with reasons not to do it, and if it's on your heart, it's for a reason. You were put on this earth to do such magnanimous things, and often we small ourselves as black women to accommodate the egos of everybody around us. Don't do it. Stop it. Stop that shit right now. Whatever your purpose is. And I'm not telling anybody to quit their nine to five job. That's not my MO. I'm not a nine to five slanderer. I'm a nine to fiver and an entrepreneur. Everybody serves a purpose and everything is not for everybody. When I talk about your passion... Your passion might be something recreational that will aid your mental health or aid your physical health. 
Your passion might be something that might aid your community. It does not have to be, your passion doesn't have to be you switching careers. You might be in, in your passionate career, in which case find some way to utilize that to better somebody else's situation. All I'm saying is don't get so caught up in trying to be this three times better version of yourself that you forget the version of you that you are is more than enough. Do what you want. Pursue your passion. Sis, you a baddie. You a baddie. Now, we're coming off a phenomenal hot girl summer. At least I am. I hope you are too. <laughs> Let us now slide into a very, very focused fall. I hope everybody has a phenomenal, phenomenal last month of Q3. And check back in with me because we are going to be talking about all the myths we need to debunk. We are going to be unlearning a lot of shit that never served us. We are going to talk about things like I mentioned earlier, um, salary negotiations. Women of color are notorious for not negotiating their salaries. And and when they do, very often they, they don't do a thorough job because they get caught up in this whole, you know, I'm grateful I got a job. I don't want to push it. Push it, sis. Uh, we're gonna talk about relationships, of course. Be clear. This is not a this is not a venue for bashing black men. That that's not that's not what we're doing. Um, that's not my mo, and I'm not really into that type of shit. But we are gonna be talking about the fact that we're definitely gonna talk about our, our relationships. We're gonna touch touch on things like um, you don't need to <laughs> go through a lot of bullshit to prove that you deserve to be loved right. That is a overarching theme for me, not because I've experienced it, but because I watch so many women I love experience it. And, and it, it just doesn't make sense to me. And, and that's some shit that we have to l- unlearn. You know, that's some shit you learn from seeing it generation after generation. And you think I have to stick through really abusive, traumatic situations in order to prove I'm worthy of of this person's love. And, and that's bullshit. That's bullshit. And that's very different than shooting in the gym with somebody. And I, I'm really excited to get on that topic because motherfuckers love to talk about shooting in the gym. Meanwhile, ain't got a fucking spalding to their name, but I digress. Um, we're going to talk about mentoring younger women. We're going to talk about older women in the workplace and, and the jealousy I don't know if you've ever dealt with it, um, but I I have, and that shit ain't cute. And as we, or at least my generation, I'm going on 40, as we start to become the older women in the workplace, we need not repeat that cycle. There needs to be mentorship, fellowship, sisterhood, not jealousy. We should be lifting as we climb. So not to ramble on, but I'm really excited about the things we're going to talk about on this podcast. I'm going to have friends on. Um, my Instagram page at black girl, S O S B L A C K G Y R L S O S is going to have resources. Please, by all means, um, tag me to women, black, um, black women pages, resources, businesses, uh, VC pages, um, not-for-profits, anything that is for us and by us. Please feel free to tag me. I would love to add them to my resources on the page. Um, And I'm just really, really looking forward to engaging with everybody. I'm going to drop 
you know, vignettes on, on the Instagram page so that we can have some dialogue in the comments. Um, I love a good <laughs> random Instagram story, so I will bore you with that at some point. And um, I'm definitely going to have some of my, my friends on. Excuse me. I'm blessed with some phenomenal women. And I'm really looking forward to engaging with them in this platform. And just we come from such diverse backgrounds and, and <laughs> we're so we're so different yet so similar. Some of the conversations we have uh, is I'm blessed. I'm very blessed to have the circle I have. And I look forward to sharing that circle with you all. So I thank you for tuning in to Black Girl SOS. You have a good one.